0: This week on One Body Stewarding God's Creation, Jim Mall, chairman of the Heartland Stewardship Committee, talks about the importance of recognizing and telling stewardship stories. One body. One body. One body. Stewarding God's creation. Jim is being interviewed by Divine Mercy Radio's on air host. Kelly Roper. We are talking with Jim Mall. We're talking about
1: int- uh, importance of stewardship. By way of introduction, Jim Mall is the president of Senior in- Insurance Solutions. Now retired, Jim stays busy as the chairman of the Heartland Stewardship Committee, which includes the three large parishes in Hayes, plus parishes in Catherine, Munger. Oh gosh! Shenzhen. There you go. Antonino. Thank you, thank you. And he is a savior to me too. So give him a lot of calls. Jim is active at St. Joseph Church in Hayes, where he serves as a Eucharistic Minister and lector. Jim is married to Sue, and they have two children and five grandchildren. That's awesome. My my fifth child, my fifth grandchild on the way. Just uh, just learned that not too long ago. Congratulations! Uh, But I have eight children, so they need to step up to the plate here. They They do. You should have like twenty or thirty by. I know what the heck, Man, right?
2: They're not following your footsteps at all. Uh,
1: no, what the <laughs> heck, right? So, so let's let's get moving. So, um, all right. So we're talking with Jim. So tell us a little bit about how you became involved in stewardship, and how has stewardship affected your life?
2: Okay. Well, basically, um, our our family story started in 1988 before stewardship uh, became a thing. I guess in the Heartland parishes, and and I'd started a new job. Uh, as I'm the president of Senior Insurance Solutions, but I became an agent first, and that was a commissioned job. And so out of fear of failure, um, I'd always been intrigued with tithing. And there's a, a chapter uh, in the book of Malachi, chapter 3, says that bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing. That we will not have room for enough for it. Mm. And so we decided, my wife and I sat down and We said, okay, well, I'm going to give 10% of every dollar I make uh, in the insurance business and see what happens. Mm. And we found out that living on 90% with God's help mm. was way more rewarding than trying to do it 100% on our own. Yeah, And uh, we started learning about stewardship in the early 90s. We got involved in the stewardship process as our um, Heartland Parishes became stewardship parishes. And so we um, we were taught that you know we did we were doing a lot of this as most people are, um, but we were taught that basically all you're doing is sharing the gifts that God blessed us with, um, and we always talk about time, talent, and treasure. But it's it's anything that you do. Um, Matthew Kelly talks a lot right now in Dynamic Catholic about uh, mm-hmm. holy moments. And as I listen to Matthew Kelly, I'm thinking, well, holy moment is is a stewardship moment. And yeah. so anytime we do something kind to somebody, um, we're basically creating stewardship moments and holy moments and and but basically it's a concept that, that helps us live out the fundamental choice to put God first. Yeah. And so we learned that stewardship's not meant to be a mere external exercise we participate in once in a while. It's meant to be embraced as, as a way of life that involves conversion of heart and So it took some time to get a hold of all of us, but uh, on all of us, but we already, as I said, we're doing most, most of us were doing this, but we just need to realize that God was blessing us because we were being active stewards Mm. and we needed to share those blessings and, and just do more of it.
1: Yes. Beautiful. And, 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 you know people you know the they i think 10% 10% <laughs> right but but say what you said again about you know how with god you know 10% is easier than than doing it on your yeah own.
2: yeah Something living like living on 90% you know and and still when when you look at the I'm not a mathematician by any means. but And, and you think, oh, gosh, there, there's no way I can do that. Yeah. And I always tell people when I talk to them, I say, well, it doesn't start with 1%. Yeah. And next you'll go to 2%, 3%. Mm-hmm. And you'll realize you don't miss it, you know, when the blessing, when you start realizing the blessings are, are coming in. And, and I love, I, I call it living with an, uh, an attitude of expectancy. I expect God to bless me. He says he's going to. Mm-hmm. He, many times mm-hmm. in the Bible, he says, if, you, if you'll give, I'll give. Mm-hmm. And you can't outgive God and then so it's just I love to watch things happen in our lives and a lot of people say oh that's just a coincidence and then we don't we say that's a stewardship moment that's a holy moment that's something that God is blessing us with because we did something
1: yeah so are there different types of stewardship
2: well I I think everything any act of goodness to me in my opinion is stewardship I mean we again we we focus on you know when we talk about stewardship we talk about time talent and treasure Um, But in the Bible, in Matthew, uh, verse 10, verse 42 says, if anyone gives a cup of cold water to one of these little ones because he's my disciple, I tell the truth, he will not lose his reward. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think there's a specific guideline to say, oh, this is stewardship and this isn't. I think everything, every time we help someone. I, I, you open a door for somebody. Um, you have a waitress that's having a rough day and you leave her a little more of a tip or something. Or you, My wife is so good at just complimenting people. She says, oh, I, I love your hairstyle. Or, wow, mm-hmm. or, oh, you, have, you have beautiful eyes. You have beautiful skin. And she's such a, a blessing to people just in passing. Yeah. And she has no idea how many lives that she touches just with her kindness. Um, and to me, that's stewardship. Yeah. And so I think people look at big monumental things Uh, as stewardship, and it's not. It's day to day to day. It's living a life of of Christ, um, giving of everything you have. And sometimes that might be money, Uh, sometimes it might be time, and sometimes it might be talent. but it's always, as long as we're giving to help someone in need, we are acting as stewards because God gave us everything anyway. We don't have anything without God's blessings. And so whether it is money, that came from God. If it's time, that came from God. If it's talent, I mean, I can't sing with a hoot. <laughs> uh, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with people that can. So I love to listen to our, our cantors in church in mass because I'm thinking, what a blessing it would be to be able to sing like that. Yeah. You know, and I had one of the cantors come up to me and she says, can you teach me to talk like, you know, can you? be a I'd love to be a public speaker and I said you are you just sing it and I I say it and so everything we do in my opinion is stewardship and and, and by sharing of our blessings and sharing of the things that God has given us what no matter what it is we're helping God do his job and he's not coming down here he's got more brains than that he's not coming down here and fight with this you know what we have to live through um but we can do acts of kindness and, and, and holy moments and, and acts of stewardship that will help God do His job, you know, through us here on earth. And yeah. so we call it the Heartland Parishes, which is the, the, the tribe parishes is the three major parishes, which would be uh, St. Joseph, Immaculate Heart of Mary, and St. Nicholas. And then you have the uh, outlying parishes and the smaller communities, Catherine, Shenshin, Munger, Antonino, and then we have the uh, Como Catholic Center at Fort Hayes State University. But, What we're working on in our job basically is just keep stewardship alive and active in the Heartland Parishes um, because it's not something that um, we can just, it's not a one and done scenario. And so we have to keep this in the forefront of people's minds to realize that uh, stewardship is a way of life and that uh, they are being rewarded as they are being active stewards. And and they are being active stewards. They they just need to realize they're doing it, uh, do more of it, and look for God's blessings and, and just keep doing more of it. And so one of the things that we've been working on in our uh, on our committee is, um, oh, years ago there was a program brought out called anything for the uh, chicken soup for the first any kind of a soul. Chicken soup for the soul was the first one. And it became your pet soul and your dog soul and and your, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. teen soul. And and so we thought we were going to we're going to develop some sort of a stewardship, uh, chicken soup for the stewardship soul. And what we wanted to do is give people the opportunity uh, to share their stories, because I think most people, and I've challenged a lot of people, even the folks on my committee, to say, "Hey, write me a story." And, and like one gentleman says, he says, I, "This is I, I, I don't we're not doing any special. Yeah. This is how I grew up." And I said, "But you need to share that with other people, because most people think that it's 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 huge and monumental, and it's not." And so, as we get these stories in, and we want to compile them, is we want people to understand stewardship is just. A process of, of living a Christian way of life, of sharing the gifts that you've been given, and it's yeah. not monumental. It's just something we do day-to-day uh, all the time, and, and, and the more we do that, the more people see that, and, and that's what God asks us to do is be Christ-like. Yeah. You know, we want to be Christ-like, and, and you know that's one of the things that, that as you read the New Testament, you know, especially in the Gospels, that's all they talk about is how kind Jesus was, and how merciful he was, and how forgiving he was, and how non-judgmental he was, and all the things that we do uh, that are wrong, he didn't do any of that. Yeah. And, and so, the more things we do that are more Christ-like. Those are just stewardship moments, yeah. and and so the stories that we get in, and, and if you if you'd like to share your story, you're welcome to you know get it to me, uh, get it to Donetta here at Divine Mercy, give it to any of the pastors at the parish, they'll get them to me, uh, because we love to hear uh, how God has has blessed your life and how you've shared those blessings with others and continue to receive blessings yeah
1: that, that's beautiful and so you use those those testimonials how how do you how do you use
2: those when we first started stewardship back in the 90s that's what we did is we had people come to the pulpit and actually give their testimonies and, yeah. and people get kind of shy about that some people are fi- uh, fine telling their story and so as a committee we, we were asking each other how can we do this and and get Everybody's or anybody's story, and yeah. so you know, someone suggested we we do a book. Let, mm. Let's just you know, rather than have people say, "Okay, yeah, you can tell your story," but you're gonna have to walk up in front of everybody in mass, oh, you know, it. before mass, and, okay. and spend five minutes. Which some people are willing to do, and if you are willing to do that, we will be- definitely make time to do that. But we thought we can get a whole lot more, you know, bang for our buck if we do it some way where people can actually do it mm. anonymously. And then and, and that's one of the things we give them the opportunity. If you want this to, to be an anonymous story then we will do it anonymously. You don't have to give your name or anything, but just talk about your blessings. And we've had several of them come in that are anonymous. They don't want to be known, and that's perfectly fine. And other people said, yeah, you can tell my story. In fact, you know, we're going to give an example here in a minute. We're going to use Lester and Don Robin's story if we have an opportunity because nice. it's just fun to, you know, to listen to the people that, that started this radio station and started the Divine Mercy um, radio stations in all of western Kansas that they have a story of stewardship and, and they're being blessed because of what they've done you know through the process of this
1: yeah yeah
2: well I do and I want to first of all I want to uh, just talk about the importance uh, or the effects of a story and and this is something that we don't even think about because we've we've heard stories uh, all of our lives our parents told us stories and even when we go to mass uh, when The father gives his homily. It's generally in the form of a story of some sort. And so what we don't realize is that uh, anytime someone tells you a story, uh, they they did some testing on this. And they found that your brain um, basically activates all aspects of your brain when a story is being told to you. And you basically live it. As When you hear a story, it's like you're actually there. Um, in the story. And so that's why stories are so important, and that's why we felt that, you know, by doing this and getting people involved, sharing of their stories, and other people can actually live these stories um, as the folks that have told the story live them. So, yeah, this story, it's called Our Stewardship Journey, and it's uh, from Lester and Donetta Robin, and I did get their permission to um, put this on the air for you, and it obviously will be in our book also when when we get around to publishing that. But uh, it says, recently our tombstone was put up. We decided to do this while we were both alive and healthy so it wouldn't leave a burden on one or the other. As we viewed the tombstone in St. Joseph's Cemetery, we both chuckled as we said, we're still in the dash. The dash was a point Chris Stefanek made in the series, The Search on the Form Napt. Chris said tombstones have a birth date and the date of death, but it's what's in the dash between the dates that counts. This year we will celebrate our 48th wedding anniversary. Mm. Each anniversary we reflect and marvel at where the Holy Spirit has taken us From the time we set our wedding vows, our stewardship walk began with time. Oh, there was a little treasure sprinkled in, but we were saving for a house, and neither of us made too much money at the time. We were able to buy our home, which we still live in today, 15 months after our wedding. We were pregnant with our first child. At the time, there were nuns working in the parish. Donetta planned on being a stay-at-home mother, so she approached the sisters and asked what she could do to help out in the parish. They decided Donetta could help them by typing. There were no computers back in the 70s. That's where our real stewardship began. From there, Donetta taught religion for quite a few years. Lester took an active role through the Knights of Columbus. When someone invests their time through the talents God blessed them with, the treasure part naturally follows. Hmm. As we gave of our treasure, we also seemed to have enough. Not wealthy, but we had a home that was heated during the winter and cooled during the summer. Our home never lacked for food either. The more we gave of ourselves, the more it seemed like God was calling us to trust in Him beyond what seemed possible. We experienced tragedy, but God used this tragedy to allow us to help others by starting Rachel's Vineyard retreats Mm -hmm. for post-abortion healing in the Diocese of Salina. Then God moved us on. Never in our imaginable dreams would we have thought that God would use us to begin Catholic Radio in the Diocese. When living a stewardship life, recognizing God as the Creator and Giver of all, we need to return proportionally to Him. There are many blessings. For example. We've experienced greater love in relationships and a more self-satisfying, happier self are a couple of graces that immediately come to mind. We believe in everything Catholic. We support our diocese, our parish, our Catholic schools, and Divine Mercy Radio. It's not a lot of money when you consider the budgets of these Catholic institutions, but every little bit helps keep our awesome Catholic community afloat. We can't recall where we heard or read this, but it should be but it should be each of our goals as baptized Catholics to get ourselves to heaven and take as many souls with us as possible. Mm. Therefore, as long as God allows, we will continue to serve our Catholic community with our time, talent, and treasure. After all, we're hoping our merciful Lord will recognize the dash on our tombstone as worthy of achieving heaven. Mm. Thank you, Lester and Donetta Robin. Mm. You know, and one thing I was thinking about as I was reading this as Donetta says to me so many times, and you mentioned they now have five radio stations, and they will never know until they reach heaven how many lives, how many thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of lives they've touched. Yeah. Just in a small act of um, stewardship, saying, "Yes, God, I'll answer that call. Yeah. I'll go ahead and get on that committee, or I'll go ahead and start that," not knowing what they were doing, just yeah. following the Holy Spirit and saying, "Why not?" You know, worst case scenario. We bomb and we say it didn't work. But look what happened. Yeah. And, and all the lives are touching over and over and over again. So their story, that, that's a very, very, you know, small part of their lives, mm-hmm. what, what Lester and it have done in the Hayes community with their stewardship process.
1: Yeah, beautiful. I, I know there's probably many, many, many um, things that they have done that, that have been left out. I've heard some of them during the lunch breaks, you know. <laughs> and, and so I know um, that they have been very giving people. Did you have more stories that you wanted to share
2: with us, or yeah, should we wanna, move on? No, I'm going to share a, a couple more possibly. But um, this one, Bill Mayer was on with you the yeah. first thing this morning. And yeah. um, I don't know what Bill's title is. It doesn't matter. He doesn't care. But he does something. You know, he's involved. Uh, he's the basketball coach at uh, Thomas More Prep High School, and, and he's, uh, in the works in the diocese. And so he's a busy, busy man. But he, he writes an article uh, every uh, month in the uh, Catholic Register. Okay. And this one happened, I was preparing a talk. I spoke at the State of the Catholic School uh, this year on stewardship and the blessings of stewardship because we're blessed that um, since we're our, our parishes um, took on a mission back in the early 90s to basically help fund the schools, our private Catholic schools, which is uh, Thomas More Prep, Marion, Holy Family Elementary, and then the uh in the, di- or in the uh, parishes, the uh, education of the students that go to public schools. And so our parishes pay a substantial amount of money every year to our Catholic schools through the process of stewardship, not only of, of the parishioners, but also the parishes are giving of themselves also. They could say, no, no, we're gonna keep this money in our budget And they're giving a large amount of money to uh, help educate our children in in the Catholic faith in our our local schools. And so Bill Mayer is involved in all that somewhere. But this was an excerpt from um, his article. This was February 24th in the 2023 Register. And the title of it was The Eucharist and it's Lesson About Stewardship. And so this is just part of it. So if you you have a chance, go back and, you know, find the archives and read it. But I'll quote from uh, Bill Mayer. It says, when we give God our time, talent, and treasure... We watch Him take those gifts, transform them, and use them to help others in the world. As if, it wasn't, if that wasn't enough, we also see God gives those, give those gifts back to us. But with God, we know that they are always returned to us better and more perfect than what we gave. Mm-hmm. Giving God our lives and what we have will always lead to incredible blessings for the world and ourselves. God asks us to trust Him, give our gifts to Him freely and willingly, and watch the amazing things He will do with those gifts unquote. So when we talk about the importance of stewardship, it's like, you know, why wouldn't you want it? Why wouldn't you want to recognize that you are giving and also that you are receiving? You know, why why wouldn't you want that um, to be part of your life and, and part of your legacy? Uh, we're going to talk, you know, you and I are going to continue this for another hour. My son's coming in to join us. Next, we're going to talk about you know, handing on the faith or or passing the faith to our children and our grandchildren. And this is part of it. Stewardship is part of it, is teaching our children and grandchildren that you give because that's what God asks us to do. And so it's very important that we do that.
0: We need to take a short break right now, but don't change that dial. We'll be right back with more from Jim Mull on the importance of telling stewardship stories. On One Body Stewarding God's Creation. One body. The Importance of Telling Stewardship Stories. Stewarding God's creation. With Jim Mall. One body. One body. Kelly Roper conducts the interview. One body. Stewarding God's Creation.
2: I got a couple more. I'll I'll go and then we'll go back to our question sheet, I guess. But um, this one (laughs) jumped out. And this is just when you look for these things. And this is something that, you know, I read a book um, and I read books all the time, I guess. But I was reading a book some years ago uh, by Brian Tracy called Goals. And he said when you set a goal, all of a sudden, you know, things happen to help you achieve that goal. But one of the things he talked about is how your mind shifts. And and all of a sudden you decide you're going to buy a new red sports car and then they're everywhere. Yeah. It's like, why is everybody driving red sports cars? Well, they've always been around. You just didn't notice them. Yeah. And I think when we live a, an active stewardship life, we look for stewardship moments. And this happened the other morning. Um, we go to mass on Tuesdays and Thursdays at Holy Family with our grandchildren because there's yeah. nothing more rewarding than going to a, a mass full of children. Yeah. And it's just always rewarding. And, and we'd left there and I'd, we needed to drop something off at the parish. And so we went by our parish office. It was about 9:10 in the morning. It was probably 55 degrees out. The wind's blowing. And there's a, a little lady kneeling in, in a flower garden. And, of course, my wife doesn't know a stranger, so she had to stop and talk to her. I'm going, come on, i got things to do. And she just kept talking and talking and thinking, good Lord, let's go. And uh, it's interesting because she found... Um, that this lady on her knees, we, weeding the flower bed, she was 94 years old, and she donated most of the flowers and loves spending time tending them every year. Wow! And, and my wife asked her, she said, well, do your knees bother you? And she stated her knees have never bothered her. Mm-hmm. And she said, probably because she uses them. And, yeah. and so I thought, there's no doubt that God is smiling down on this beautiful lady every day of her life, that she's sharing her time and talent and probably some treasure yeah. in this process. And so as we see people doing things, it's like some people do things just you know, because they want a reward, but some people do things just out of the goodness of their heart. Yeah. and and so it was just intriguing that. And she said that she had done all those flowers, you know, along the, uh, the between the the church and the parish offices there. And I'm thinking, how much time has this lady mm-hmm. spent on her knees mm-hmm. in this garden? And and the rewards that she's receiving because of it are just unique. But yeah. this last one I'll use. This blows me away. But. Um, Several years ago, through a routine physical, my wife was diagnosed with leukemia. It was in the wait and watch stages, so we had uh, some time to do research and visit with her local oncologist. We found the best place to treat this type of leukemia was at MD Anderson Medical Center in Houston, Texas. Our doctor set up the appointment, and we headed for Houston. They informed us we would need to be there for two to five days, which eliminated taking a flight. It was a great experience. They informed us her leukemia was very manageable, and they would start treating her with oral drug that she would be taking for the rest of her life, and it cost $15,000 per month. On top of that, we would need to come back every four months until they got her medications correct and all her blood work was back to normal. Mm. The cost at MD Anderson was $10,000 per appointment. Mm. As soon as we started our 14-hour drive back home, I called our health insurance agent to inform him what was going on and to see how this would be covered. No one seemed to know if this would be covered by our insurance or not. I started worrying, praying, and figuring out how I was going to pay for all of this. The first blessing came from the drug company. That a copay card that would pay for the medication until we hit our insurance deductible. Our only out-of-pocket expense was ten dollars per month. The next blessing came as the bill started to come from MD Anderson. Once our deductible was met, everything was paid for. Wow. Fast forward eight years, and my wife's blood work is all normal, she's in clinical remission. Our total out-of-pocket expense is very manageable. This stewardship story, we get to see God's blessings in this family's financial situation and his healing hand in her health. And so that's why, you know, when we talk about the importance of stewardship stories is how do we learn about these things if people aren't willing to tell us? And and, and all of a sudden, it opens up our mind, our thought process to say, well, you know what? I went through that a several years ago, and I never, I never thought of that as a blessing because, you know, the first thing I thought was, oh, my God, you know, my wife's been diagnosed with leukemia. Why? Yeah. Why would God do this to us? But when we are stewards of God's blessings, we look at it from a different perspective, through a different lens and say – wonder where this is going to wonder where these blessings are going to take it and lester and donette and i were talking they're teasing me as i'm retired lester's retired donette is retiring if we don't this is her last uh, last year uh, divine mercy and and she's but she's anxious to see where her next chapter goes
1: beautiful it's it's really beautiful and you know you know at the same time what you're making me think of is you know God gives it to us one step at a time. Yes. You know, because if we would see the whole picture, you know, we would run the other way. Mm-hmm. I say that all mm-hmm. the time about marrying my husband. If I would have known, you know, at the time, I'd have eight children. <laughs> I'd homeschool them. You know, I was going to be a a, a a career woman. I was going to have my kids, two kids, and have them young and travel and it was the Blessed Mother that, that hit me upside the head. I wasn't even Catholic when I got married, but but later it was the the Blessed Mother that hit me upside the head and truly changed my life. And and you know we we can't we can't say thank you enough, right? But but we also need to realize if I had seen that, you know, I probably would have never got married, mind. right? I would have went the other way. And yeah. and so what a blessing it is for us to to get that one step at a time. True. Tell us why. Is it important to be good stewards, particularly for the community of Hayes?
2: Well, in my opinion, um, stewardship is the engine that runs everything. Mm. We don't think about it uh, until we talk about it, but um, I've been involved in stewardship personally for over 35 years, uh, with the Heartland Parishes over 25 years, Mm. and I've come to understand that it runs everything in our churches. Take away stewardship and and who's going to clean the church? Who's going to be the lectors? Who's going to be the cantors? Who's going to be the Eucharistic ministers? Um, Who's going to be the servers? Who's going to get the Eucharist to the homebound? Uh, Our priests can't do all that. And they can't be the ushers. They can't be the groundskeepers. Uh, They can't decorate for every season. I mean, someone has to help do this, and stewardship allows this to happen. When you look at our schools, I don't care if it's a public school or a private school. If we don't have parents involved in their children's education at home and in the schools it doesn't work you yeah. you can't have there's just no way that you can run a school without volunteers yeah um and then when we look at our community um gosh i, I always thought of this i never didn't think about when i was coaching my children's sports teams yeah but all of a sudden you realize all the hours you spend doing that and it's not just your child it's all the other children that are there you know, that their parents can't do it. But if you coach a, a child's team, it's stewardship. You work in a food pantry. Uh, scout leaders. Mm-hmm. I always think of the, the Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts and the Cub Scouts and uh, senior companions. Yeah, There's children in need, such as Big Brothers and Big Sisters, United Way, Habitat for Humanity, Special Olympics. What a yeah. great organization, just to name a few. And so, stewardship it's it's people willing to share their time talent and treasure that creates the engine that runs everything and so you know it's important to be good stewards but it because well first of all you're already doing it yeah. just realize it yeah and and look for god's blessings but when we look at the how this stewardship is the engine that runs everything again it changes our perspective of stewardship unfortunately stewardship kind of have a has a Bad connotation because it seems like oh gosh every time someone steps up to the pulpit or whatever or even the the priest talks about stewardship we all go oh good we we fold our arms across our chest and we lean back and say oh great now he's just going to start pumping us for more money pumping us to get on more committees and pumping us to do you know we got to you know get more involved I'm busier than I can be busy right now yeah and that's not the fact we're all doing it just realize it God's blessing you look for your blessings. Enjoy those blessings, share them, and expect more. Yeah. And so, the importance of being good stewards in the community is understanding it runs everything. Yeah. No matter what we're doing, and what you're doing as a volunteer anywhere at any time creates a stewardship moment. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, and the question said, especially in Hayes but especially anywhere, Anywhere. right? Anywhere, 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 you know, whether that's, you know, within our listening area or around the world. And you know, what I really love about your message is, you know, I think often as, as, human beings we think of stewardship as give me some money right Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and that you know certainly that's part of it but you know i love the fact that you're you're adding in the the time and the talent because we need to be good stewards of everything that god has given to us and those talents and that time are right up there with that treasure Mm -hmm. And, and we need to be good stewards of all three
2: we do and and this is something and i don't i didn't write it down i don't know the exact bible quote but you know in the Bible, and in, in the New Testament, it says that we will all, you know, it, it's interesting when you talk to people and say, well, I hope I get to heaven. Well, I'm going to tell people, we're all going.
1: Yeah. We're going somewhere. Not
2: everybody's staying.
1: Yeah. And,
2: and so as we go to heaven on that great day, we have to kneel before our maker. Yeah. And he's going to play the play. He's going to give us a play by play. And he's going to go back and look and say, "Uh, you know, why didn't you do this? Or, or you did a good job of that. And so we have to answer to God when he says, you know, I gave you this these two beautiful, these eight beautiful children. Mm. You know, you decided to be a career mom instead. You want to explain to them why you didn't. You yeah. you decided to be a mom, mom. Yeah. You know, and he's going to reward you for that. Mm. It's difficult. It's
0: definitely but he, but difficult. But <laughs> he,
2: God loves his children, yeah, yeah. and when you take care of his children, he loves you mm. because he can't be down here doing it. Yeah. And so it's just something that I think about. Someday we're gonna, we're all gonna kneel before God, and we're going to have to answer. For all the things he gave us, and, and he's gonna say, What'd you do with that? Yeah. And, and so it's gonna be very rewarding, and we're all gonna fall short. You know, that's just life. Yeah. But one of the things that I wanna be able to, to do is when he looks at me and, and, and we're all done, or looks at any of us and says, Well done. Mm. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Yeah. Come join me in yeah. paradise. That's all we want to do. Yeah. And, and so we don't know if we're doing it right or wrong because there is no playbook. Yeah. You know, there really isn't. There's not a, you know, oh, you did this good or you did this bad. It's just that we have to do everything from, uh, my wife has a little journal that she reads called uh, The Heart of Jesus. Mm. And if we do everything with the heart of Jesus, I don't think we can go wrong. Yeah. And that's what stewardship is, is just sharing of everything we have as jesus did mm. while he was here on earth with us
1: yeah mm-hmm. well, that's beautiful that's really an important point is you know that that we really have to have that heart and and, and treat you know treat everyone um you know as if they were jesus truly mm-hmm. truly treat them sure as they were jesus yeah. and, and i think you know there were times you you mentioned eight kids there were times when i would wake up in the morning and i would literally <laughs> get down on my knees and I would say Lord just help me see your face in them today because I didn't feel like it you yeah. know I was I was worn out you know somebody was you know always with eight kids always somebody's giving you you know some kind of come. You know, lots of blessings don't get me wrong yeah. but there's always that, that <laughs> the one you know that, that somebody's doing something right and, and uh, you know so often you know it would be kneel down and say Lord let me see your face and mm-hmm. you know let me see see your face in each one of them them today and and I I think that's the way we need to live our life is sure. everybody that we come in contact with, see them as Jesus, mm-hmm. you know. And, and and I think then is when, you know, it's easy to say, harder to do, for sure. You Amen. know, we yes. are not going to be perfect at it. That's for sure. Sounds like your wife's pretty close to she perfect, is. though. Oh, she my is. gosh. She's a saint. Yeah, she that's awesome. She learned from her
2: mom. We'll talk about that in the next, but yeah. The next segment. It's just, yeah. they're so wonderful people, yes. As far as stewardship, you know, we found that God is testing us all the time. Um, he tests our character and our faith, our obedience, our love, our integrity, our loyalty. Uh, characters both developed and re- revealed by tests and all of life is a test. Yeah. And so we're always being tested. God constantly watches our response to people, to problems, to success, to conflict, to illness, to disappointment, and even the weather. Yeah. He watches as simplest actions such as when you open a door for someone, pick up a piece of trash or when you're polite towards a waitress or a clerk. Um, we'll be tested with financial setbacks, we'll be tested with rude, angry people, difficult people at work, bad posts on social media, being lied to, delayed promises, unanswered prayers and undeserved accusations, just to name a few. So when we understand that life is a test, you realize that nothing is, is insignificant. So even the smallest incident is is significant for your character development. So basically, everything that you do, how you react to it, how you react to everything is part of a stewardship way of life. It's part of a Christian way of life. And as you said a minute ago, is we want to make sure that we have that heart of Jesus. We treat people as if they were Jesus. How would you act towards the Lord if he was sitting across the desk from you? And how do you treat people? And that's how we should be rewarded. And so basically stewardship is just a process of sharing God's gifts. And the more we do it, the more we get.
0: Mm, Love it. Love it. Love it. Thanks for tuning in to One Body Stewarding God's Creation. If you are a business or service that would like to underwrite this One Body show, please know it is affordable and your 30-second spot will run three times during the show, which runs five times a week on five different stations. Interested? Call 785 621 You're listening to the Network of Stations of Divine Mercy Radio. If today you hear His voice, harden not your hearts.